0: It, you know, success for me is freedom, freedom to choose what I want to do and freedom to not just trade my time for dollars, but trade my time for what I believe God has given me the talents to do. And I don't think it's to sit in front of a computer and work for 45 hours a week.
1: Your network is your net worth. Come listen to some of the most successful people I know. Share invaluable knowledge, stories, and advice in real estate, business, and beyond. This is Weiss Advice. Whether you want to take your business or personal life to the next level, look no further. Welcome back to Weiss Advice. I am your host, Yona Weiss. It brings me great pleasure to have the one, the only, Logan Freeman. Limp Free Investments. With free investments and and you I mean for anyone who's in old logan I mean you know thank god we were able to connect over linkedin we've probably done more collaboration than most people through uh, through this incredible network and and I'm so happy to have the opportunity to to speak with you I went on on your podcast briefly not long ago and you know, just a little background about Logan because there's so much we can say. But just to keep it short, you can find him on LinkedIn. You can learn all about him. He's been interviewed on dozens of other podcasts as well, so you can check him out. There's story. But he's a real estate broker. He's an investor. Just recently founded a brand new investment company called TFTW FTW for the Win Investments uh, with two partners out there in Kansas City. He's a uh, local of Kansas City, Missouri. He is, you know, really. That's that's where his, his life, his passion, all of his real estate holdings and investments are. And you know, he's a husband, father's a brand new baby girl, and he's a former NFL uh, player. So I wanna so there's a lot, there's a lot going on, and that's really just breaking the surface. So I don't wanna get too bogged down on on who you are, but but more about you know what you are and, and how and how you are.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me, Yona. It's a great pleasure to be, you know, on the Weiss Advice Podcast. You guys are, you're crushing it. And uh, I continue to follow, uh, engage, and just love what you're doing. And um, that's why you were on my podcast just recently. So uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm ecstatic to be here today.
1: Yeah. Thank you. What, what are some of the things that you do to keep your business, I mean, and your life? I mean, you, funny, you interviewed me and you, you talked about me about, you know, what, how do you define Work life balance, right? So I'm going to yeah. put it back on you.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, there, I've learned that there is no th- such thing as work life balance. And um, I think somebody put it. Best and we we chatted about this, but it's there's work life choices and you you have choices to make. You know Matthew Kelly is one of my favorite authors um, and he writes about life is choices and you can make a lot of different choices that take you in one direction or the other. And so every day I have filters that I put my choices through and I write the same affirmation down every single day. And I you know I live through what I call virtues and so my faith, my family my fitness, and my future. And then, you know, there's sub virtues, you know, kind of packed into those four, but those are my four pillars. And one of my mentors early on said, Logan, how many, you know, pedestals or legs does a, a stool usually have? And I was like, well, you know, there's three, but he's like, yeah, but typically there's there's four, right? I mean, there's, you know, on a chair maybe. Yeah. Uh, and he said, pick four things that can be your guiding light for, for the rest of your life and use those to make decisions. So I filter every decision. Decision through those in that order, right? So it's my faith first, then it's my family, then it's my fitness, you know. And I've been focused on fitness for seven or eight years now because, and I'm a pretty young guy, but, you know, you, it can get away from you really, really quickly. And it's said that if you have, you know, when you have your fitness, you have a, ho- a thousand hopes and dreams. But when you don't, you only have one. And one of my good buddies just texted me and said, Hey, you know, I know we got together you know, about a month ago, but I just got just tested positive for, you know, coronavirus. And and it's just, you know, that's that's you know, fitness is so important to be able to do anything else in life at a high level. And then it's your future. So always trying to delay gratification and make choices that will better me down the road than it would right now. Because, you know, I have everything that I need. And I told my wife last night, you know, it was Father's Day. So happy late Father's Day, you know. Now, and we were just sitting there and we were just chatting before we went to bed. And I won't tell you guys what time I go to bed because it's really early because <laughs> I get up really, really early too, but it was still light out. I'll, I'll say that. And we went, were going to bed and you know, I just looked at her and I said, man, I, I just got done praying and I, I was in tears because I just felt so blessed about all of the things that I have in my life. And I realized that not everybody has a lot of those things, but- work life choices, it comes down to one thing for me. And I think during the coronavirus, during uh, the, the, the pandemic and the, um, you know, the protests that we've had and, and different things going on, People in our industry, people in every industry really are scared. Mm-hmm. And they're scared because I, I I think because of one thing, because they don't have those foundational principles that they can live yeah. by. So if you focus on your faith and your family first and your fitness, you can take away all of your, your future. You still have three things to to, to you know. Drop, drop back mm-hmm. onto. Even if you get coronavirus, you still have your faith and your family, but you have to make choices that allow you to have that strong foundation that when all those other things that you can't control go away, you still have your faith, you still have your family, and hopefully you're working on your fitness. Those are typically things that you can control in your life. And so to me, it's all about the choices that I make and filtering them through those virtues to allow me to make the decisions that I hope are put, you know, putting me in the right place in my in my That's life, awesome, man. You guys are
1: making those those choices. Right? you know, just to just to paint a little bit of a picture and, and give give our listeners an idea. I mean, during the coronavirus and the pandemic, and everyone was in lockdown, and everyone was scared, and people were, you know, and especially the real estate industry, everyone knew that deals were just not happening. Like deals were not happening. Comes Logan, right, and they close <laughs> right an apartment community, not one, right. <laughs> Yep, not one but two right deals in the month of May, right? That's right. And, and you guys are just like, and I asked you about it. I remember asking you, like, this is it's incredible. It's great to see this kind of action being taken in this kind of scenario. And your answer to me was, well, someone's got to set the bar, right? That's right. And that's and right. That, that to me just just goes to show you when you have those those pillars and you're focused and you know exactly what you're what you want, what you want to do. Then then you can plow forward through anything
0: yeah you know we're we're blessed to be in a market here, Yona that is a little less uh, affected by a lot of the different uh you know, economic things that are going on. Kansas City is insulated. We're in the, the middle of the United States. We have a diverse economy of, of things that did not shut down. So we we didn't feel it necessarily as as much, I would say, as as the coasts did. But at the same time, you know, we were still raising capital. Mm-hmm. We were still closing on deals. And I brokered two other deals as well. We closed on over $12 million worth of real estate in the, in, in the last two months during the coronavirus. That means due diligence, financing, you you name it. And you were part of all three of those transactions. You know, the Grocer's Warehouse, probably the most iconic property that we've closed, you know, up to this date. And, you know, it, it just goes back to making sure that your decisions are, are based upon strong, strong fundamentals, right? And, you know, the fundamentals did not change on a lot of those uh, real estate deals that we were doing. And so, uh, you know, I think that you do have to set the bar. Yeah. And we went under contract on four other properties during the last 60 days as well that is, you know, going to close next month. So you'll see all of those coming out as well. And, you know, I think that fear keeps a lot of people on the sidelines and rightfully so. But I had some investors come into town last week, the week before, and I introduced them to what I call my inner circle. And similar to, I'm sure that you have, but I have this inner circle that uh, is built around me that has, you know, just really strong mm-hmm. men and women, not only in their their professional lives, but in their in their you know personal lives as well. And so I have these people to lean on. I have these people to continue to do projects with. And these relationships are so strong mm-hmm. that when this this type of you know scenario occurs, I don't have to stop because we know how to get through that. All of those guys and gals, they've been through 2008 2009 I was not but I get to lean on their experience because they were mm-hmm. and so to me it's it's all about the circle and and anybody that comes to Kansas City that I tour around and have an event they see this massive circle around Logan that, you know, man, now I understand how you're actually getting all of this stuff done. You see me on the screen, but what you don't see is the 15 people that I talk to every single day, getting stuff done and working together and collaborating. And that's, that's paramount to, to getting anything done, I think in business. absolutely. And I mean, that
1: just, just goes to show the power of a network, power of a strong network, um, you know, both on the court and off the court, as they say, uh, you know, you took you know one thing that I admire about you is that you you had a you had a professional sports career, albeit a short one. Uh, sure, but very, very short. Very short
0: <laughs> but it's, the, it's you know
1: it's it's the ingrained discipline. I think that you know the professional athletes, and especially you know you were an all-star collegiate athlete, you know beforehand
0: yep. that
1: those principles of dedication, of discipline, of hard work, you know, just transfers over very, very easily. If you, if you transfer them, I should say, right. right. They they don't necessarily, you don't see all kinds of professional collegiate athletes, like taking those skills, but if you do transfer them into business, then you can be extremely successful.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I think that what athletics provided to me was a framework. It provided me a framework of if you have a goal, then you set steps to that goal to, to then achieve, and you have to measure it. If you can't measure it, you can't manage it, right? There's accountability built through uh, you know, athletics. You know, you have to show up to practice. You have to show up to weights. You have to show up to uh, the, the videos and, and go through the meetings. You have to show up to all of these different things. And it's the same thing in business. I have accountability about every single part of my life, right? My wife is by far my best accountability partner, because if I don't show up the way that she feels like Logan Freeman should show up, then I know who I'm answering to. And that's the love of my life. And, and I would not be in, in this chair today if I you know, didn't have her by my side. And then there's then it goes to you know fitness, and then there goes to uh, my faith. You know I have accountability across the the board on all of those different facets to to say, hey man, I I didn't see you at uh, you know at church on Wednesday. I didn't see you there. What what was going on? You doing okay? I didn't see you at you know Loose Park doing your doing your steps. You know I didn't see that. So you know I think it's really important for me to be you know, out there and having this accountability piece to mm-hmm. the whole the whole business because, you know, I don't have anybody uh, really watching me from, a, you know, an employer standpoint, right? So, you know, I have to take what Jocko Willink calls extreme ownership yeah. for my success and for my failures. And no matter what, and I'm reading his new book, by the way, Leadership Tactics, right okay. now. And yeah. uh, it's fantastic. So, if anybody hasn't picked up Jocko Willink's books. You know he's a he's a wonderful Navy SEAL that's doing a lot of good work out there. But it's all about this accountability and extreme ownership, you know, piece that I, I think that so many people uh, that try to start businesses or maybe even become a salesperson because really you're a you're an entrepreneur inside of a company right. at that point. Um, you 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 might not have that accountability and and it needs to to, to fall on your own. Um, what I'll call. Uh, and he's co- you have to be your own coach, right? Yeah. You have to be your own coach mm-hmm. in those scenarios. And it's really difficult to be very honest with yourself. And that's the biggest piece is, is like, if I don't have a project that, that completes, which, you, you know, we've done nine syndications now in the last 15 months. That's a lot. That's a lot. And yeah. there was one that we didn't complete. And I didn't have control of it. And I didn't have necessarily the the time that I would would have, would have wanted to do that project, but I still signed on the dotted line and said, I will get this done and I didn't. And we debriefed, you know, we use a lot of military terms, you know, in our, in our business, but we debriefed why that didn't happen. And we learned so much from that one failure, but I didn't say, It was because of, you know, opportunity zone regulations. It was because it was in a market we didn't. I said because we weren't good enough to get the deal done. Mm -hmm. That's our fault, not anybody else's. And I think it's really important for people to start taking extreme ownership in their personal and professional lives because, you know, it it lives and dies with who you are. You know, no matter where you go, there you are. (laughs) You know, I, I love mirrors because I always look at myself and I'm like, You know, you're a direct reflection of the the choices that you're making, man, you know, like, yeah, you're, you you know, this is the first year, Yona, that I had to buy new pants, you know, so I'll (laughs) tell you this, Uh, so I was 335 pounds when I was at the NFL combine, I dropped down to 219 pounds, so I lost close to 120 pounds. As that time has and that was seven years ago, I started to put some weight back on, but just this year, I had to you know i had to, <laughs> I had to buy an, a size up in my in my shorts in my in my pants, and my wife goes. Oh, it's probably just the dryer. I said, No, honey, it's not the dryer. It's it's the beer and it's the it's the fast food that I've been eating the last six months. So don't throw those those you know, thirty sixes out. I'm gonna get back into those, but I do need some thirty eight so I can go to work, you know. So but I took extreme ownership in that, right? It's so important that you don't just rationalize your own failures to say, Well, it was probably something else that happened out there that didn't allow me to, to do it. It's it's all right here, man. It's it's all right in in, in what I'm I'm doing and holding myself accountable for
1: yeah that's awesome and you and you obviously do some uh, some major you know actionable steps in doing that and like I'd love for you to share with with our listeners right now I know you do like every single day in the morning right? yeah you do like a journal or something some that's right accountability chart so you take a take a minute or two and touch on what exactly that is and why you do that
0: Yeah, it bugs my wife like crazy because the alarm goes off at 4 a.m. And when I read, you know, Extreme Ownership, Jocko Willink, if you follow him on uh, Instagram, he takes pictures of his watch at 4.30 every single day. And I said, well, you know, if I want to get where Jocko's at, I got to beat Jocko. And so I beat Jocko up every single day, and uh, so I'm up at 4 a.m., not 4:30. So Jocko, I'm trying to raise the bar for you, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, he would be a great guest for you, Yona. Know, we should. Our goal should be able to get, you know, Jocko Willink on your on your podcast. But anyways, I wake up at 4 a.m. and you know, my faith is very important. So I I get into the scripture. I start to my my prayer. I start my day you know trying to take a lesson out of out of out of scripture and apply it to my life that day so that's my first step the second step is silence you know i think there's so much noise going on in the world there's so much noise going on just with social media the tv everything and it's really important to get in the classroom of silence so i sit there in the classroom of silence and i just try to set for you know a certain amount of time then i have what i call my my morning journal so i use a very specific journal that works for me it's the high performance planner by Brendan Burchard, and it takes a lot of time. But as a self-directed person, mm-hmm. I need to know what my goals are for today, what my my calendar looks like. Before my day gets started, I've already thought through the roadblocks. I've thought through the challenges. I've thought through the hard conversations I'm going to have to have. And I've thought through what I need to change in my schedule. So I, I use that time to then move meetings that you know, aren't, aren't getting me to where they need to go and, and and push them to some other time. So that takes a a long, a long time for me to go through that journal specifically has morning mindset questions that, you know, I set three goals for the day. Uh, who can I surprise with something special today that allows me to reach back out to my friends, my family, and make sure that they know I'm I'm thinking about them um, on a regular basis, send some handwritten notes, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, so I go through that journal. And then, you know, typically, my, my child, you know, is 16, 17 months old now. And uh, we're, we've got a baby boy going to be here in less than a month, actually. So, you know, it's you will have two here, I'm trying to catch up to you. You know, and I got I got a ways to go, but uh, I'm working on it. And and so, by that time, you know, it's, it's, I might get you on know, my email just for a little bit, see what, who messaged me the night before. Cause I have a lot of clients out there on the West coast that love to email at like two in the morning, which would be midnight for them. And so I look at that, respond to what I need to. And then, you know, I make my wife coffee every single day and by six o'clock they're up and I'm helping my wife with the, the baby until about seven 30. 7.30, I get her off to daycare, and my day is is starting that's where I get my fitness in so either the phone calls start and i'm on the on the track just walking or in the neighborhood walking or I'm at the, my home gym knocking my weights out to, to get my workout in before anything else starts so that's a little bit about my morning routine every single day awesome.
1: this has been this has been a crowd. We can go on for for probably a couple more hours and maybe we will another time do this again, but I want to jump into <laughs> the final four because we are we are let's do it jump you know just jump right into it. The, the first question for you is, what is the worst
0: job you ever had? You know, it's so difficult for me to think through my worst job because I learned so many from them all. But, you know, I would say – you know, I did a lot of physical labor when I was young. You know, I was 14 years old. I got my first job, and you couldn't even get a job without a, a note from school when you were 14 years yeah. old. And I had to get a you know note from my my high school. I was a freshman, or maybe I was an eighth grader. I can't remember. But I started you know sweeping the floors and uh, doing dishes at a catering business. And then I also on the weekends would, um, or maybe it was during the weekdays, and on the weekends I did that. But I threw hay. You know, so for a lot of folks up you know in in the big cities, you might not know, but cows eat hay, like grass. And, you know, people, you know, they they bale this hay into these square bales where – Physically, you have to pick them up on a trailer and, and stack them six, you know, six to seven feet tall. Well, I was tall. I was strong. So I got to sit on the back of this trailer and stack hay for four or five, eight, four or five hours in the 95 degree heat. So um, I, I did that, but I wouldn't say that was my worst job. I, I think the worst job I ever had was during my uh, master's program in college. I drove an hour to this job and I made 265 cold calls a day. Cool. And that's where I probably learned how to deal with delineating between rejection of who I am as a person and the business offering that I had. And so that got me real comfortable with hearing no on the phone and being able to sell uh, effectively on the phone and follow up in the right ways. But I tell you what, sitting in front of that computer screen with an ear thing in for eight hours a day, making phone calls, selling, get this, selling K through 12 vendor data, so they would go to schools, websites, you know, scrape the data, compile it in an Excel sheet, and then sell that to vendors. That's my worst job, <laughs> I would say I ever had, because I had to, I had to come prepared, uh, pumped up, and smile and dial, man, all day long. Uh, yeah, that's the. I,
1: I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> At this point. Um, The the second question I have is, and you—you're an avid reader. You know, you started a book club, which I was a part of for a short stint. Unfortunately, the scheduling
0: has not. uh, You're not busy or anything. So, (laughs) Uh, but what is a book you've read that's given you a paradigm shift? It has to be Relentless by Tim S. Grover. You know, and the Michael Jordan—you know—series came out recently. I don't remember what it's called, but uh, the guy in their training, the young guy in their training, Michael Jordan was Tim Grover. And Tim Grover went on to be uh, a you know, phenomenal athletic trainer, but he was more of a mindset trainer as well. And so he trained the likes of Kobe Bryant, who is my favorite athlete of all time, um, Dwayne Wade, Charles Barkley. And he created this kind of uh, you know, nomenclature around uh, what he calls uh, a cleaner, a closer, and a cooler. And, you know, I think that there's three levels that you can get to as an athlete, a business person, um, and a cleaner is the top of the top, right? It's, it's, you know, somebody who shows up, gets the job done, knows the goal, and they get it done probably 95 to 96% of the time. And if you ask them how they get it done, they can't tell you, but they get it mm-hmm. done. And, they, and they, help, they help everybody else kind of rise up. And so uh, this whole mindset around not just being a closer, but actually being a cleaner has been uh, an incredible, you know, perspective wow. shift for me. I read that book four or five years ago, and I just reread it uh, again, and it's a book that I read every single year. So, uh, Relentless by Tim S. Grover. It's controversial. It'll turn some people off, but you know what? That's okay, because if you can't read that book and listen to the actual, you know, message behind the words that he's saying, then you're not a cleaner, and that's okay. But <laughs> I am, and I love that book.
1: that's why I love it. That's awesome. Third question, what is a skill or talent you'd like to learn?
0: It has to be copywriting. It has to be writing. I I see these folks on LinkedIn and they they craft these like, you know, 120 character. I don't know how many characters are, but they're just these awesome little stories. It's like, Patricia and Dan had this terrible scenario, and here's how I fixed it. And and, and I'm just like, man, that was really smooth. Spitzer Hillegas is a great little writer, you know. Yeah. I mean, he writes those little things, and he's wonderful. Matt Moylan is another guy who's starting to do it, and I just love that. Um, I don't have the skill, and I don't have the the patience to think through that necessarily. Yeah. But I love the idea of being able to c- take the message inside of this small little brain that I've got. And put it in a clear, concise, compelling way in like a LinkedIn post that can can really grab people's attention. Uh, I may do that a little bit more in in the near future, but that's definitely a skill that I want to I want to kind of hone in on.
1: Hundred percent, and you know, in the meantime, you can definitely hire someone to to work on that for you. But uh, no, that's it is a great skill set. I mean, I'm I think I'm blessed to have have some. uh, ability there. I, I really love it. You do too. I, I love it. And yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy doing it. And it, it is a skill.
0: It is a, you know, it is absolutely a skill. Um, Yeah. What is, what does success mean to you? Logan? It, you know, success for me is freedom, freedom to choose what I want to do and freedom to Not just trade my time for dollars, but trade my time for what I believe God has given me the talents to do. And I don't think it's to sit in front of a computer and work for 45 hours a week. It's to have impact on this community that I'm in. On the greater world itself, and to be an example mm-hmm. that I need to try to be on a regular basis. So it's it's all about the freedom to actually have the the headspace to actually have time to have impact on other people in a positive way. That is by far uh, the best you know success you know definition for me. But I I always go back to John Wooden, the basketball coaches. You know uh, he has the pyramid of success and you know his definition of success let me go back into my small brain here and, and pull it out but it's the self satisfaction in knowing that you did the best job that you were capable of doing and again that comes back to extreme ownership and honesty with yourself but that's the best definition of success that i've ever had That's awesome and w-
1: with that you know i want to just uh, thank you for for joining me in this short little time we spent Absolutely. together today i appreciate you and i wish you tremendous Continued success in what you're doing, thank you, what you guys are doing with FTW for the win and keep yeah. closing tons of deals, keep keep bringing a lot of awareness to the community.
0: And um, where, can our, where can our listeners find you?
1: Where's the best place
0: people can reach well, out? LinkedIn is by far the, the best way to connect with me, but I do have a couple websites, and I'll just point people to livefreeinvestments.com. You, you can reach out directly to me through that website. Awesome. Again, I appreciate you joining me and just to our listeners,
1: thank you again for joining This has been awesome. This is probably one of the best interviews we've had. Logan is bringing the value, bringing so much energy every single time showing up. And you know, I appreciate you all you guys for listening in and remember the best advice comes only when you ask. Real quick, I have one question for you. Did you like this episode?